0: Rory Levandusky from the OSU Extension Office, talking all things agriculture with us here today. Rory, as always, good morning. Happy to have you in here today.
1: Good morning, Ron. Glad to be here.
0: Well, our topic today with Rory is going to be hoof care, in particular hoof care during the winter. And and we'll begin, Rory, with two questions. One, is there a specific hoof care issue that we're going to discuss? And second, winter weather in particular, how does that change hoof care management as opposed to the warmer months of the year?
1: Sure. Uh, well the primary hoof care uh, health issues many dairy farms have to uh, struggle with and manage is really digital dermatitis. Uh, it's known by a number of different names, uh, common names such as hairy heel warts, probably most commonly used in the area, uh, but also some people call it strawberry warts, strawberry foot, or, or maybe yeah. just foot warts. Uh, and winter weather does complicate things. So it, in general, hoof care gets complicated by winter weather uh, because of, and especially digital dermatitis management, because we get frozen uh, weather, we get uneven walking surfaces, and then along with cold, wet surfaces, slippery areas, and those wet conditions and the physical trauma that can result from those uneven walking surfaces, and in addition to slips that can happen while walking, they all contribute to a higher incidences of digital dermatitis. Additionally, uh, when we get winter weather, particularly when we get into really cold periods, uh, that can prevent the use of foot baths. So just
0: to make sure that we're all on the same page, Rory, can you define digital dermatitis in in a little more detail, including some of the symptoms and also why this is such a health concern in dairy herds?
1: Okay. Well, digital dermatitis, uh, again, or hairy heel warts, and I'll use those two terms interchangeably, It's an infectious claw disease, uh, most often of bacterial origin, and the cause of what this results in is really painful ulcerations or lesions. Uh, Most typically, we're going to see them in the interdigital ridge area of the rear feet in cattle, and those lesions can also be accompanied by an offensive odor. They're typically circular in appearance, uh, and they have a red to red-gray color. Those lesions then can range in size from less than a, a quarter of an inch in diameter to more than two and a quarter inches in diameter. And then some of those, as they get larger, some of those uh, lesions have filamentous strands protruding from the lesion. So that's uh, thus the name hairy heel warts. Uh, the most active and painful stage is generally red in color. It can be found along the coronary band of the hoof, around the dew claws, and in the hoof wall cracks. And depending upon the stage of development, Hairy heel warts can cause anywhere from minor discomfort all the way up to severe and debilitating lameness. So obviously this has detrimental effects on milk production, uh, reproduction rates, and ultimately could result in that animal being culled from the herd. So management of hairy heel warts is important because it is a highly infectious disease. And once introduced, uh, there are reports of 70% and even higher incidence rates in herds.
0: Rory, how does winter weather affect the incidence of hairy heel warts or digital dermatitis in, in, in dairy herds? So,
1: how does that work? Sure. Well, according to a study in Wisconsin, uh, this was a study done with both free stalls and tie stall uh, dairy herds. The monthly treatment rate for infectious lesions were highest in the months of January through March. And studies that have been done in other countries have also shown increased incidence during those cooler weather months. So a big factor uh, when you're looking at maybe common denominators is probably wetter conditions during that time of the year, more stress on feet, uh, possibly combined with more difficulty in using foot baths as a preventative measure. Once again,
0: talking with us today about winter hoof care is Rory Levandusky from the OSU Extension Office. Rory, what are common strategies and treatments to manage this? You've mentioned foot baths a couple Mm -hmm. of times, What are some other
1: measures, or are there other measures, to consider beyond that? Sure. Well, a key word here is management. Uh, Foot baths are most commonly used to help prevent uh, new cases of digital dermatitis. And the effectiveness of a foot bath really depends upon using, first of all, the right foot bath chemical, uh, maintaining the proper solution strength, changing the foot bath regularly, and getting enough contact time with the foot bath solution and the cow's hooves. As a treatment measure, though, for active lesions, uh, foot baths are really questionable in terms of efficacy. So again, mainly a, a preventative type of thing. So management of, then of the active and advanced lesions most commonly is going to consist of topical treatments. Uh, often that's going to be antibiotics uh, applied under the direction maybe of a veterinarian, uh, working with your hoof trimmer, and applied as a wrap for a 24 to 48 hour period. Uh, even though with, with that type of treatment, success rates vary widely. Some studies report anywhere from a low of only 9% uh, success rate to up as high as, as 73% or even higher. So there's also, though, considerable interest uh, in some of the foam and paste topical treatments that might be applied in the parlor, and and those are being evaluated and uh, studies are being done on those. But the challenge uh, with those types of treatments appears to be getting the foot and hoof clean enough to actually allow that product to come in contact with the lesion, and then secondly, getting enough of that product on the lesion itself.
0: Rory, you mentioned earlier that winter weather can prevent the use of foot baths. Are there some management practices maybe that allow for more effective use of foot baths during the winter months
1: there are so in october a 2018 progressive dairyman article actually highlighted some recommended practices for winter foot baths uh, those practices included spreading some salt on the concrete surfaces near the bath to prevent fleet freezing and ice formation cut down on cow slipping Uh, Mix treatment products with warm water to improve the solubility, so you're getting, again, a better uh, concentration mix. Uh, Possibly also increase the time before a bath would freeze, depending upon your temperatures. Uh, Store your treatment products in a warm area so they don't freeze. And then also consider what product is used in a foot bath. And so that may involve maybe switching to different products in the winter as opposed to summer months. For example, formalin or formaldehyde, uh, sometimes commonly used, loses its effectiveness below 45 degrees and so should not be used during winter months. Another recommendation from that article is to use a higher step in, step out uh, height of 8 to 10 inches. That will avoid some splashing uh, of the solution, avoid freezing around the bath, and again, uh, allow that to be a little more effective.
0: What are some alternatives that that might be considered when foot baths simply can't be used?
1: Sure. I'll go back again to that October 2018 uh, Progressive Dairyman article uh, where they suggested that in times of extreme cold weather, you might uh, look at dry foot baths consisting of hydrated lime and copper sulfate, uh, that that might be an option during those periods. According to a University of Kentucky fact sheet on managing and controlling digital dermatitis, Lime increases the hardness of the hoof and dries out the skin, so uh, it could help in, in preventative efforts. However, um, there's really little research that's been conducted, and uh, anyone who's doing this is cautioned that you have to uh, really be monitoring uh, those hoofs and, and the feet of the animals to make sure the skin does not dry out to the point of cracking and bleeding. That would actually uh, worsen the problem. And going back again, that Progressive Dairyman article points out that with dry bath, uh, more management is required because you have to be out there removing manure, uh, watching the amount of uh, urine that gets deposited in that bath because uh, excessive urine is going to create a paste. You don't have that dry powder. That will then prevent the hoof from being coated with the lime or coffered sulfate powder. And then finally, a 2017 journal article entitled Missing Pieces of the Puzzle to Effectively Control Digital Dermatitis said that as a better understanding of the infective nature of digital dermatitis is developed, and then combining that with new genomic technologies, there is hope at some point that a vaccine for digital dermatitis may develop, uh, but we're not there yet. As we wrap things up, Rory, what other types of management
0: practices can be helpful for folks out there for hoof care during the winter months?
1: Yeah. Well, Ron, going back to some of those opening comments about, uh, you know, frozen manure and uneven walking surfaces uh, during winter weather, uh, scraping alleys more frequently to prevent the formation of uneven walking surfaces, uh, that will help to provide better footing for cows, that will help to minimize then cracks in the hoof claw. Scraping also promotes a cleaner and drier environment, uh, which is less conducive to the spread of digital dermatitis. A Wisconsin study showed that scraping three times a day was the minimum frequency needed to help control digital dermatitis uh, in winter conditions. So anything that can be done to improve cow comfort and facilitate cows spending more time lying down in stalls is also a positive to reduce stress on the hoof. So make sure stalls are cleaned and bedded frequently. Decreasing stocking density, uh, ideally to 100%, but uh, certainly below 120% in winter, We'll give cows more opportunity to lay down and spend less time standing at the feed or in the alleys and again cut down on the spread and incidence of digital dermatitis
0: rory good topic today something i know that we have not personally talked about on the show before so if someone wants to find out more information about what we discussed today how can they do that
1: yeah they can contact me at the wayne county extension office at 330-264-8722 i can share those resources and uh, remember again these uh, programs are made into a podcast, uh, available later courtesy of WQKT. All right,
0: Rory Lewandowski from the OSU Extension Office will step out, take a quick look at what's happening in the weather up next.